Welcome to Network Marketing Breakthroughs Podcast with Rob Sperry, where you will hear stories and strategies to help increase sales in your business. Let's level up your network marketing business with your host, Rob Sperry. Welcome to this is a controversial topic. And so we're going to get in straight into this topic. Uh, I tell everybody, listen to it first before you prejudge. But I'm going to give you the strategy on how to land monster, massive leaders. My guess is you probably haven't heard of this strategy. Maybe you have. But regardless, I'm going to give you my tips, my insight, and what I think it takes to land big leaders in this industry. So first off, I get asked the question, right? It's like the dream for people. How do I land monster leaders? How do I land people that are from different companies that have big, huge, massive organizations? How do I land people that maybe are monster leaders that just have a lot of influence but aren't part of this industry? So I'm going to answer that first question. How do you land people that are monster leaders that have big, fat, huge downlines, right, from different companies. It's the dream. They come over, and now all of a sudden I've got this big group, and come on, secretly you're like, oh, and then I don't have to do anything, and I can make this income, and my company's better than than their company, and I can provide so much support and value, and I'm going to be a giver, and I'm going to help. Well, here's the cold, hard truth. Big leaders don't leave very often. Uh, they shouldn't leave. As I always say, 90% of people in general should stay where they're at. The grass isn't always greener. I get sometimes it is. But most people shouldn't leave. And if that leader's going to leave, guess what? They're going to leave with somebody else that they feel like is at their level of leadership. If you're somebody on a scale 1 to 10 and you feel like your level of leadership is maybe it's a four or five in this industry, right? Maybe in other industries, it's it's a nine or a ten. But in this industry, it's a four or five. They aren't going to follow you. They aren't going to call you. They're just not. It's, it's just never going to happen. Um, it's very rare. There's an exception to the every rule, right? But that's the principle. And the other principle is, is guess what? Big leaders... Don't recruit big leaders. Maybe that's not what you want to hear. I've landed some huge leaders inside of my career, but I've never targeted. You shouldn't target. Okay, what you do is, is you work on yourself to become the person that people want to follow, number one. Okay, number two is what you do is, is you make friends and stay friends with these people and you don't do it with a hidden agenda because look at it. Look at it this way. You can learn from them. You can help each other. You can edify each other in this industry. And sometimes I get people on from all different companies and we're helping each other out with different insights, right? But you don't recruit them. They're big leaders. They make a lot of money. You're not going to call them and say, hey, do you want to leave or anything like that? They don't respect that. When they're interested, they will tell you, they will let you know, and they'll typically call maximum of five people, but they'll have people that, you know, are on their, you know, on their short list of people that they know, like, and trust. The quote of people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care is 100% true. And it makes sense. So make friends with them without a hidden agenda. 
Make friends with them and learn from them. Make friends with them and help provide value for them. And in the event that they make a move, because moves don't happen very often, if they like you, if they trust you, and if they respect you, and if they think that your leadership level is competent enough, then you will be one of the key people that they call. But do not call them and recruit them and say, hey, are you are you open to your opportunities? Come on. They make a lot of money. They know this. They know this industry. They're not just going to call you. So stop trying to recruit and raid and, and take people and that sort of thing. Uh, in fact, first thing I do is I encourage people that call me that are big leaders. Hey, stay with your company. They're like, what? Don't you want me? Don't you want? Of course I do. But at the same time, I have your best interest first, and that's why you trust me. So what, what's going on, my man? What's going on? Like, what's happening? Tell me. Like, are you sure? Is there a way you can make it work? And that's why people trust me, because I'm always going to focus on them first. Focus on them. Be a giver, not a taker. The second thing is, is when you're recruiting influential people that aren't part of this industry. People want to know, how do I recruit up, right? Because too many times when people start in this industry, what they're doing, unfortunately, is they're recruiting down. It's it's a leadership ladder, right? And they start recruiting somebody on a scale one to 10. Brandon Hayes explains it gr- perfectly. And he's like, they, they maybe their skill set's a seven and they recruit a six and that six recruits a five and that five recruits a four and that four recruits a three and that three recruits a two. And eventually it's like, you just keep going down and down and down. So when I started, I was taught to recruit up. I was taught to find the most successful people you know, the most influential people you know. And this was crazy helpful for me because my mind started thinking in, who's the most influential people that you know? If you were to start a business right now, who would those people be? Now, what's important about that is, is that you talk with that type of lingo with the people that you're working with. The reason that's important is because if you want to have a huge organization of customers, you want to have the leaders that can support those teams. You want to have, if you're building an army, you want to have those generals, right? You're going to have a lot of foot soldiers later, but you want to have the generals that can support the infrastructures you're building this. And so it's important that you talk with that type of confidence. It's okay if maybe you're new to this industry, you're like, I'm scared. I was scared out of my mind, but successful people do what unsuccessful people aren't willing to do. So maybe Make sure you talk with that type of mindset, with that type of lingo of it's not just people that are successful as far as they made a ton of money, successful personalities. Maybe they were successful in, in sports. Maybe they were successful in school. Maybe they were successful in in whatever. It doesn't matter what it is, but you're looking for a successful mindset. So I say to everybody when I start, who are your fat five? Who are the most successful people you know, successful personalities, people that you would want to work with, right? I call them cruise worthy. If you'd go on a cruise with them and you'd be bored out of your mind, uh, and you wouldn't want to hang out with them. They're not cruise worthy. So I always joke around with them. And so that's what you're talking about. And they say, well, I'm scared. Well, the great part is, is what you want to use is leverage credibility. We call it shared credibility. So you should have either somebody in your company, right? You can leverage your company as, as, as their, their credibility. You can leverage, if you can't leverage your story, what you can do is, is you can start leveraging, hopefully, one of your leaders that you're working with. If you've got a leader that you don't like working with, hopefully you can reach up even higher and find somebody. Hopefully you can find somebody even sideline, right? It doesn't have to be somebody that's in your direct organization. You can find that battle buddy. You can find that partner that is part of somebody else's organization and you can leverage them. What you're doing is looking for shared credibility. And that's what you want to do is you want to find that shared credibility that you can utilize as you're working with people. And so I tell people, I'd rather have you make 
10 contacts and do 10 third-party validations than 100 contacts and zero third-party validations, okay? What does that mean? I'd rather have people use leverage where they get to hear a different voice, someone else, right? Whether it's from the company, whether it's sideline, whether it's, it could be even somebody in your organization that's your downline, right? I don't like saying the word downline, but we all understand what that means. Somebody in your organization, uh, because it's just finding somebody else, a different voice to leverage as you're doing this business. Stop making yourself the issue. Stop making, well, Rob, but I haven't had the success yet. And someday when I have the success, I'm going to call these very successful people. Guess what? 99.9999% of the time, those people that are someday people, it never ever happens. They never ever make it happen. They never ever have the success. They never ever make it, you know, where it's like something where they're just like, you know, oh yeah, one day when I have that success, you know, I'm going to call those people. You're never going to get to that point. You've got to do what it takes right now, right this second. That's what I did. So the very first person that I called in this industry was an individual named Lance Conrad, which many of you know, he's my business partner. He was somebody that was on my chicken list that I was scared to call. The guy was making $200,000 a year. I'm a 28-year-old young punk running a tennis club, and I'm scared out of my mind. I'm like, I can't call this guy, but I called him. Good thing I did, and guess what? He said no. And so I called him again a week later and said, hey, I don't want to be that annoying MLMer. I said, so I'm not trying to call the bug you. I'm just telling you that it's worth your time to come take a look. Come look at it if you if after if you hate it and you say, you know what? I'm never ever doing this again. That's okay. I'll never bother you. You can laugh at me, but it's worth your time to come take a look. And what I did is I leveraged the individual that I was working with. He came and met with that individual. I kept my mouth shut. I didn't say anything. And uh, a couple weeks later, Lance Conrad joined my business. And I promise you it made all the difference for me having that battle buddy. Had we not had each other, I don't know if I don't know if I would have been able to survive in this industry. So you gotta find that battle buddy. And luckily I was able to find someone, you know, that, that was that battle buddy. And so for you, reach up, recruit up, use leverage as you're doing this, right? Don't make yourself the issue, but Rob, I've never had the success yet. I can't call that person. Don't make it about you. You're selling the appointment. The appointment could be a Zoom, right? It could be a, a webinar. It could be in person. You're, it could be a, a third-party validation with a three-way call. You're just looking for some sort of third-party third party validation. And so make sure that you understand that principle as far as recruiting up. So thanks, everybody, for joining us. Until the next time, appreciate everybody. Thanks so much for tuning in and listening to my podcast. If you're loving the podcast, make sure you go smash that subscribe button so you don't miss any of the latest and greatest podcasts. And as always, please go leave a five-star rating review. And then the last thing I always want to mention to all that listen to the podcast is if you go to www.robsperry.com, I have tons of free content there to help you out to build your network marketing business.